The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. I hope that you're bearing up with the change of seasons. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, October 11th, 2023. Wednesday of the 27th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. John the 23rd. Angelo Giuseppe Roncalli was born in 1881, the firstborn son of a farming family near Bergamo in northern Italy. After his ordination in 1904, Father Roncalli returned to Rome for canon law studies. His service as a stretcher bearer for the Italian army during World War I gave him a first-hand knowledge of war. In 1925, he became a papal diplomat. He was named a cardinal and appointed Patriarch of Venice in 1953. A month short of entering his 78th year, Cardinal Roncalli was elected Pope. His most famous encyclicals were Mother and Teacher and Peace on Earth. At his address at the opening of the Second Vatican Council, he criticized the prophets of doom. The Church has always opposed errors. Nowadays, however, the spouse of Christ prefers to make use of the medicine of mercy rather than that of severity. Good Pope John died June 3, 1963. St. John Twenty-Third, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Most holy and adorable Trinity, one God in three persons, I firmly believe that you are here present I adore you with the most profound humility. I praise you and give you thanks with all my heart for the favors you have bestowed on me. Your goodness has brought me safely to the beginning of this day. Behold, O Lord, I offer you my whole being, and in particular all my thoughts, words, and actions, together with such crosses and contradictions as I may meet with in the course of this day. Give them, O Lord, your blessing. May your divine love animate them, and may they tend to the greater honor and glory of your sovereign majesty. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for the Church that she may adopt listening and dialogue as a lifestyle at every level and allow herself to be guided by the Holy Spirit towards the peripheries of the world. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today in the Gospel we are presented with the Lord's Prayer, When we hear the the phrase, the Lord's Prayer, I think all of us immediately, intuitively, think of the Our Father. And that's a beautiful thing, Jesus, that we have, the Church has gradually discerned that the Our Father, those words that you gave us in this passage from Luke, it's also present in other Gospels, is truly the Lord's Prayer. In Latin, the Oratio Dominica, the Prayer of the Lord. And why do we call it the Lord's Prayer? Well, first of all, let's read the Gospel 
and hear Jesus, your own words. It says, Luke says, Jesus was praying in a certain place. And after he had finished, one of his his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone indebted to us and do not bring us to the time of trial. Lord, we know those words by heart, each and every one of us. These words are words similar to them, which have become the Our Father, the Oratio Dominica, the Lord's Prayer. And the Catechism of the Catholic Church tells us that this prayer comes to us from Jesus himself and is therefore truly unique. It is of the Lord. Of all the vocal prayers that we pray in the church, the Hail Mary, the Glory Be to the Father, the Creed, the Memorare, all these beautiful prayers, it is the Our Father that is the prayer par excellence because it comes to us from your lips, Jesus. And you wanted the apostles to memorize this prayer and pass it along. The Catechism says it is the Lord's Prayer because on the one hand, in the words of this prayer, the only Son gives us the words the Father gave him. Therefore, Jesus is the master of our prayer. On the other, as Word incarnate, he knows in his human heart the needs of his human brothers and sisters and reveals them to us. He is the model of our prayer. Jesus, you are both the master of our prayer, but also the model. You not only teach us the Lord's Prayer, and therefore we call it that, the Lord's Prayer, because you taught it to us. You revealed to us the words that the Father gave you. But also, you are the model of prayer. You yourself pray this to the Father. You pray to the Father on our behalf. Jesus is the high priest. And every time that we pray, what a great consolation, Lord, to know that you, Jesus, are praying with me. That when I pray, I I pray to you, but I also pray alongside you. You are my brother, and you teach me the Father. You show, you reveal me, you reveal the Father to me. And in a sense, my words are your words. We have that beautiful passage from Romans that speaks about how prayer is this dynamic in which we collaborate with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit groans within us saying, Abba, Father. The Holy Spirit moves within us when we pray, every time we pray, and gives us the words that you, Jesus, say to the Father. So we're always directing ourselves to God the Father through the Holy Spirit in Jesus Christ. What an incredible thing. And I think sometimes we forget that, that our prayer is never lost. Our prayer is always fruitful because it's not simply my prayer. It's the prayer that participates in the life of God. You, Jesus, are active in my prayer, both receiving the words that I direct to you, but also, in a sense, passing them along to the Father. You are our master of prayer but also our model of prayer. How go the dispositions of our heart when we pray? The Our Father is such an intimate prayer. 
It's the prayer of children to their father. Do we pray in this way? When we pray the Lord's Prayer or when we pray any prayer or when we, when we do 10 minutes with Jesus or any form of mental prayer, are we approaching God with this confidence of a child when she approaches her father? Do we go into this time of prayer with confidence, with trust in God? You know, in this passage from Luke, we have the Our Father, and then after it, there's this whole discussion on the need to be persevering in prayer, to ask whatever you need, to pray with persistence, to pray with forgiveness, right? Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who trespass against us, and to pray in the name of Jesus Christ. These are all elements of prayer, to pray with persistence, without giving up, with great trust, going back again and again, asking over and over again to pray with a contrite heart, asking God for forgiveness, also forgiving anyone that may be an obstacle to our prayer. If we're holding a grudge, then it's going to be very difficult for us to be able to pray properly because our heart is not in the right place. So forgiveness of ourselves, forgiveness of others, and then praying in Jesus' name, in the name of the Lord Jesus. These are all important dispositions. You know, when I uh, used to work in Spain, I was in a school of Opus Dei, a very big school for boys. And uh, it goes from pre-K all the way to 12th grade. And I remember one of the chaplains telling me a story of one of the kids, one of the boys who was very young. He might have been in second or third grade. And uh, at the end of the school day, the chaplain went into the oratory to close up the chapel because most of the kids had already left to go home. And he went in and there was just one kid in the oratory and he wasn't in one of the pews. He was way up by the altar, sitting on the floor, sitting on the rug between the altar and the tabernacle. So he was way up there, very close to the tabernacle where of course the Blessed Sacrament resides. And so the priest was a little taken aback by this and a little miffed. And so he went and told the boy, you know, it would be better if you prayed in the pew, pointing to the, the benches. And the boy looked at him and he said, but from back there, I can't hear him. And from here, I can hear him very well. It's a beautiful image of the work that it takes to pray, opening ourselves up to the voice of God opening ourselves up to the voice of Jesus, of you, Jesus, who shows us the Father. And maybe that's a a step we need to take, is to get a little closer uh, to God in our prayer, to approach Him with greater confidence, to go right up there and sit Indian-style on the floor, right in front of the tabernacle, without being afraid, without holding back, without hiding in, in fear or in in humility, or uh, sorry, not humility, anonymity, or shame. The Our Father is a wonderful way to do this. If we do notice that we're a bit distant from God, pick up the text of the Our Father, the Lord's Prayer, and begin simply saying, Father, hallowed be your name. Father, repeating those words, savoring those words. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins. Do not lead us into temptation. These these are phrases that we can repeat over and over again, building up this trust, 
inching closer and closer to the tabernacle, as it were, so that like that little boy, we also can hear you, Jesus. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. If you like what you hear, there's a lot more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RalphaBradio.com and on the Radio app. We'll begin this liturgical day in just three minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On the optional memorial of Pope St. John XXIII, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. And we begin this day of prayer joining with the whole church, led by our friends at divineoffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. praise. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. 
Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. I will sing forever of your love, O Lord. Through all ages my mouth will proclaim your truth. Of this I am sure, that your love lasts forever, that your truth is firmly established as the heavens. With my chosen ones I have made a covenant. I have sworn to David my servant, I will establish your dynasty forever and set up your throne through all ages. The heavens proclaim your wonders, O Lord. The assembly of your holy ones proclaims your truth. For who in the skies can compare with the Lord? Or who is like the Lord among the sons of God? A God to be feared in the counsel of the holy ones, great and dreadful to all around him. O Lord God of hosts, who is your equal? You are mighty, O Lord, and truth is your garment. It is you who rule the sea in its pride. It is you who still the surging of its waves. You crushed the monster Rahab and killed it, scattering your foes with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours, the world is yours. It is you who founded the earth and all it holds. It is you who created the north and the south. Tabor and Hermon shout with joy at your name. Yours is a mighty arm, O Lord. Your hand is strong your right hand ready. Justice and right are the pillars of your throne. Love and truth walk in your presence. Happy the people who acclaim such a king, who walk, O Lord, in the light of your face, who find their joy every day in your name, who make your justice the source of their bliss. For you, O Lord, are the glory of their strength. By your favor it is that our might is exalted. For our ruler is in the keeping of the Lord, our King in the keeping of the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. When the Son of God came into this world, he was born of David's line. 
When, when the Son of God came into this world, he was, he was born of David's line. Of old you spoke in a vision. To your friends, the prophets, you said, I have set the crown on a warrior. I have exalted one chosen from the people. I have found David my servant, with my holy oil anointed him. My hand shall always be with him, and my arm shall make him strong. The enemy shall never outwit him, nor the evil man oppress him. I will beat down his foes before him and smite those who hate him. My truth and my love shall be with him. By my name his might shall be exalted. I will stretch out his hand to the sea and his right hand as far as the river. He will say to me, You are my Father, my God, the rock who saves me. And I will make him my firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. I will keep my love for him always. For him my covenant shall last. I will establish his dynasty forever, make his throne endure as the heavens. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. When, when the, the Son of God came into this world, he was, he was born, born of David's line. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his dynasty shall never fail. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his, his dynasty, dynasty shall never fail. If his sons forsake my law, and refuse to walk as I decree, and if ever they violate my statutes, refusing to keep my commands, then I will punish their offenses with the rod, then I will scourge them on account of their guilt. But I will never take back my love. My truth will never fail. I will never violate my covenant, nor go back on the word I have spoken. Once for all I have sworn by my holiness. I will never lie to David. His dynasty shall last forever. In my sight his throne is like the sun, like the moon it shall endure forever, a faithful witness in the skies. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, you anointed your servant Jesus with holy oil, and raised him higher than all kings on earth. In this, you fulfilled the promise made to David's descendants and established a lasting covenant through your firstborn son. Do not forget your holy covenant, so that we who are signed with the blood of your son through the new sacrament of faith may sing of your mercies forever. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his, his dynasty shall never fail. When we listen to your word, our minds are filled with light. It is the lowly heart that understands. From the first letter of the Apostle Paul to Timothy. The Spirit distinctly says that in later times, some will turn away from the faith and will heed deceitful spirits and things taught by demons through plausible liars, men with 
seared consciences who forbid marriage and require abstinence from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by believers who know the truth. Everything God created is good. Nothing is to be rejected when it is received with thanksgiving, for it is made holy by God's word and by prayer. If you put these instructions before the brotherhood, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus, reared in the words of faith and the sound doctrine you have faithfully followed. Have nothing to do with profane myths or old wives' tales. Train yourself for the life of piety, for while physical training is to some extent valuable, the discipline of religion is incalculably more so, with its promise of life here and hereafter. You can depend on this as worthy of complete acceptance. This explains why we work and struggle as we do. Our hopes are fixed on the living God who is the Savior of all men, but especially on those who believe. Such are the things you must urge and teach. Let no one look down on you because of your youth, but be a continuing example of love, faith, and purity to believers. Until I arrive, devote yourself to the reading of Scripture, to preaching and teaching. Do not neglect the gift you received when, as a result of prophecy, the presbyters laid their hands on you. Attend to your duties. Let them absorb you so that everyone may see your progress. Watch yourself and watch your teaching. Persevere at both tasks. By doing so, you will bring salvation to yourself and all who hear you. Never censure an older man, but appeal to him as a father. You should treat younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, and younger women as sisters with absolute purity. The Word of the Lord. The value of spirituality is immeasurable, for it holds promise for our present life and the life hereafter. We toil and struggle for this reason. We have put our trust in the living God. We have been persecuted but never abandoned, struck down but never destroyed. We We have have put put our our trust in in the living God. A reading from a letter to the Trallians by St. Ignatius of Antioch, Bishop and Martyr. Make yourselves gentle, and be born again in the faith which is the body of the Lord, and in the love which is the blood of Jesus Christ. No one must bear a grudge against his neighbor. Never give the pagans the slightest pretext, so that the great majority who serve God will not be mocked because of the folly of a few. Woe to him on account of whose folly my name is blasphemed. So turn a deaf ear to the talk of anyone whose language has nothing to do with Jesus Christ. Descended from David, he was truly born of Mary. He really ate and drank. He was really persecuted under Pontius Pilate, and truly died by crucifixion, while heavenly and earthly beings and those under the earth looked on. He truly rose from the dead, being raised by his Father. 
Those who believe in him will be raised like him by the Father. We shall rise again in Christ, without whom we do not have true life. Avoid then those poisonous growths that bear deadly fruit, and the mere taste of them is sudden death. Such growths are not of the Father's planting. If they were such, they would be recognized as branches of the cross. Their fruit would be imperishable. The cross of Christ's passion is his invitation to you who are the members of his body. The head cannot come to life without the members, since God, the very ground of unity, has foretold such a union. I send you greetings from Smyrna and from all God's churches which are here with me. They have been a comfort to me in every way, both physically and spiritually. The chains which I wear for the sake of Jesus Christ, praying all the time that I may come to God, are my plea. Continue to live together in that harmony of yours and persevere in prayer together. It is fitting that everyone, and especially the presbyters, should comfort the bishop and thereby honor the Father and Jesus Christ and his apostles. I beg you, if you love me, listen to me so that this letter of mine may not witness against you. And pray for me, too, lest I be found unfit. For in God's mercy I need your love to make me worthy of the destiny that is mine. The communities of Smyrna and Ephesus send greetings. In all your prayers, remember the church in Syria. I am unworthy to claim membership in it, being the least of them all. And now... Farewell in Jesus Christ. Be submissive to your bishop, as you would to God's command and also to the clergy. As individuals, love one another with undivided affection. My life is being sacrificed for you, not only at this moment, but also when I shall come before God. Though I am still in danger, God the Father through Jesus Christ is my pledge that my prayer and yours will be heard. My desire is that, through him, you may be found without fault. Through the gospel, God has called you to share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, stand firm and hold fast to the traditions you have been taught. The Lord hates all that is vile, and those who fear him show no love for it either. Therefore, stand firm and hold fast to the traditions you have been taught. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who in the abundance of your kindness surpass the merits and the desires of those who entreat you, pour out your mercy upon us to pardon what conscience dreads and to give what prayer does not dare to ask. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. The disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray. And you know what the Lord responded with. It's coming up in today's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, October 11th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. So why the difference between the versions of the Our Father in Matthew and in Luke? Well, the differences are so minor that they can be ascribed to just a difference in the memory of the two gospel writers. In today's gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, 
we hear the version from the Gospel of Luke. Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he ceased, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. It's really a pretty awesome thing to be able to call God our Father. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. Prayer is certainly a personal act, but it also involves other people. Recollection and interior peace are not an obstacle to including others in our prayer life. The Lord teaches us to say, Our Father, because we share the dignity of children of God with all our brothers and sisters. Our Father, the Lord has told us that before we begin our prayer, we should be sure that no one has an outstanding complaint against us. Once we have been reconciled with our brethren, then the Lord will accept our offering. We have a right to call God our Father if we treat other people as our brothers and sisters, especially those who are closest to us and those who are most in need. St. John points out, If anyone says, I love God, and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. St. John Chrysostom has written along the same lines, We cannot call God our Father in all sincerity if we harbor in ourselves a hardened heart. If this is the case, we do not share in the spirit of goodness of our celestial Father. When we say to God, Our Father, we do not restrict ourselves to solely personal concerns. We should be presenting Him with the adoration of all peoples. A never-ending prayer rises up to God through the action of the communion of saints. We pray for all men and women, for those who never learned to pray, and for those who know how to but failed to practice prayer. We lend our voice to that of those who have forgotten the existence of their Father in heaven. We give thanks in place of those who have neglected to give thanks. We ask for the needs of those who do not realize how close they are to the source of graces. In our prayer, we should be so bold as to make petition for the needs of the entire world. We have to develop the sense of being advocates to God for those who are in need, especially those whom God has put by our side. It should serve as some consolation to us that we have a place in the prayers of our brethren. In heaven, we will have the joy of meeting all of our intercessors. We will meet those Christians who have taken our place whenever we have neglected to pray as we should. How many services to be thankful for. The prayer of a Christian is personal, but it should not be isolated. Whenever we pray the Our Father, we immediately increase and amplify the communion of the saints. Our prayer is united with that of all the just, 
with the mother of a sick child, with the student struggling to pass an exam, with that girl helping her friend to make a good confession, with that laborer who offers up his work, with that person who offers his unemployment. During the Holy Mass, the priest prays with the faithful, the Our Father. If we take into account the different timetables of different countries, we can be aware that the Holy Mass is being celebrated virtually continuously all around the world. Without ceasing, the Church prays this prayer for her children and for all mankind. The world takes on the appearance, then, of a great altar, from which goes up unending praise to God the Father through His Son, Jesus Christ, in the Holy Spirit. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's join the whole church in prayer once again. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Give joy to your servant, Lord. To you I lift up my heart. Give Give joy joy to your your servant, Lord. Lord. To To you I lift up my heart. Turn your ear, O Lord, and give answer, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am faithful. Save the servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I cry to you all day long. Give joy to your servant, Lord, for to you I lift up my soul. O Lord, you are good and forgiving, full of love to all who call. Give heed, O Lord, to my prayer and attend to the sound of my voice. In the day of distress I will call you and surely you will reply. 
Among the gods there is none like you, O Lord, nor work to compare with yours. All the nations shall come to adore you and glorify your name, O Lord. For you are great and do marvelous deeds, you who alone are God. Show me, Lord, your way, so that I may walk in your truth. Guide my heart to fear your name. I will praise you, Lord. I will praise you, Lord, my God, with all my heart, and glorify your name forever. For your love to me has been great. You have saved me from the depths of the grave. The proud have risen against me. Ruthless men seek my life. To you they pay no heed. But you, God of mercy and compassion, slow to anger, O Lord, abounding in love and truth, turn and take pity on me. O give your strength to your servant and save your handmaid son. Show me a sign of your favor that my foes may see to their shame, that you console me and give me your help. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God of mercy and goodness, when Christ called out to you in torment, you heard him and gave him victory over death because of his love for you. We already know the affection you have for us. Fill us with a greater love of your name and we will proclaim you more boldly before men and happily lead them to celebrate your glory. Give Give joy joy to your servant, servant, Lord. Lord. To To you you I lift lift up my heart. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Hear you who are far off, what I have done. You who are near, acknowledge my might. On Zion sinners are in dread, trembling grips the impious. Who of us can live with the consuming fire? Who of us can live with the everlasting flames? He who practices virtue and speaks honestly, who spurns what is gained by oppression, brushing his hands free of contact with a bribe, stopping his ears lest he hear of bloodshed, closing his eyes lest he look on evil. He shall dwell on the heights. His stronghold shall be the rocky fastness, his food and drink in steady supply. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Blessed is the upright man who who speaks the the truth. Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. 
Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. Sing a new song to the Lord, for He has worked wonders. His right hand and His holy arm have brought salvation. The Lord has made known His salvation, has shown His strength to the nations. He has remembered His truth and love for the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout to the Lord, all the earth, ring out your joy. Sing psalms to the Lord with the harp, with the sound of music. With trumpets and the sound of the horn, acclaim the King, the Lord. Let the sea and all within it thunder, the world and all its peoples. Let the rivers clap their hands and the hills ring out their joy. Rejoice at the presence of the Lord, for he comes to rule the earth. He will rule the world with justice and the peoples with fairness. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you have revealed your justice to all nations. We stood condemned, and you came to be judged in our place. Send your saving power on us, and when you come in glory, bring your mercy to those for whom you were condemned. Let us us celebrate with joy in the presence presence of our Lord and King. A reading from the book of Job. Naked I came forth from my mother's womb. And naked I shall go back again. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We accept good things from God, and should we not accept evil? The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Speed my steps along your path according to your will, O God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Show us your mercy, Lord. Remember your holy covenant. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord 
to prepare His way, to give His people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Show us your mercy, Lord. Remember your holy covenant. Christ nourishes and supports the Church, for which he gave himself up to death. Let us ask him. Remember your Church, Lord. Remember Remember your your Church, church, Lord. You are the Good Shepherd, who has given life and light today. Make us grateful for these gifts. Remember Remember your your church, church, Lord. Look with mercy on the flock you have gathered together in your name. Let no one whom the Father has given you perish. Remember Remember your your church, church, Lord. Lead your church in the way of your commandments. May your Holy Spirit keep her faithful. Remember Remember your your church, church, Lord. Nourish the church at the banquet of your word and bread. Strengthened by this food, may she follow you in joy. Remember Remember your church, Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, as daylight fills the sky, fill us with your holy light. May our lives mirror our love for you, whose wisdom has brought us into being, and whose care guides us on our way. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you, and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. It's a new day dawning. I hope you find all kinds of blessings out there. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.